Hello everyone, welcome to Flacco Presents. I'm your host, Flacco, and I have my usual guest, uh, my little sister, Marla. Hey, how you guys doing? And uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since I did a podcast episode. A lot of things has been, you know, happening in everybody's lives because of this, you know, pandemic and, mm. you know, all this kind of it stuff. It hasn't been a good time. Yeah, yeah, man. And also because of, you know, school and everything. Like, I, I I, wanted to do, when when our summer break, you know, came, I wanted to do, you know, a bunch of podcast episodes, but what stopped me from doing that was just, like, all the stuff that's been going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you know, so I'm sorry for those that wanted uh, to hear an episode. It's like, even though barely anybody hears any of these episodes, still, like, for those that actually like hearing you know mm-hmm. our episodes you know i apologize but we're here you know uh and um let me, let me pause the music real quick sorry about that <laughs> i i've been i've been thinking a lot you know and i i was like like a month ago i was just i was gonna make a podcast episode of like addressing and giving my thoughts on the stuff that's been going on you know all these past few months but I don't know. But another part of me was kind of like, I don't know if I wanted to. I don't. I don't have the energy to. You know what I'm saying? So because I was so, you know what I'm saying? Because all it's the stuff really that, yeah, because yeah, all the stuff that we've been seeing in the media has been really putting me down. So I'm just kind of like, like I don't know if I'm gonna have energy to. So I'm like, I might make an episode of, of giving my thoughts on how I feel about what's uh, what's going on. But I need to like at least write down all the stuff that I want to address. And you know, mm-hmm. or like that, I want to address and stuff like that instead of just recording and just say anything that just comes out of my mind, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to say something that I don't want to say something and someone take it the wrong way, and then you're like, like, like you know yeah, what I mean? I so, like, I need to like actually, like, yeah. you know, think before I talk, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, all this craziness that's been happening, you know, uh, you know, the virus, you know. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the, like and the, every day. Yeah, yeah. The virus, the, the the virus, the 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 you know the police brutalities, uh, um, the Karens and the Kens. Oh yeah, especially those. Like, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know all that kind of stuff. You know. It just happened. I don't know. We're like during this time. Yeah, like, <laughs> but you know, but you uh, but yeah, but I want to make this episode just to talk about, uh, basically just talk about, um, something that I always wanted to have a discussion on. You know, you know, for a while, you know, uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> you yeah. know, I thought it'd be fun to talk about it, you know, because me and my little sister, we finally, because, uh, you know, we're in p- pandemic, so we barely so got we've nothing. we've been binge watching a lot of shows lately. Yeah, we've been binge watching a lot of shows, anime or movies, whatever, you know, and we binge watch uh, JoJo or now we finish, we finish basically all the anime uh, all the adaptations of JoJo so far, you know, so, you know, we just finished watching Golden, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. So, yeah, we we decided, hey, why not? Let's let's talk about it. Let's have a discussion on how we feel with the show, why we like it, why it's awesome, why we think people should check it out. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, I thought it would be kind of fun. You know what I'm saying? Just like a fun episode to talk about, you know, just talk about it. You know, so, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Let me drink some water. Hold up. Have done this in a while. Yeah, true, 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 true. Okay. Uh, 
All right, so I'm pretty sure everyone knows JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm pretty sure everyone knows JoJo, but... Oh, I'm sorry, People what? mostly know the show mostly because of the memes. Yeah, the memes. Of course, yeah, the memes. Of course, I first yeah. discovered JoJo's Bizarre Adventure before I even watched it, by the way. Mm-hmm. I was like, I seen, seen, kept seeing multiple thumbnails of every meme of JoJo. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is this show? Mm-hmm. And then when you were explaining me what the show is, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, yeah. all right. So... Um, yeah, that's kind of how I discovered it as well, you know, with memes and stuff. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have, but for those of you who have no idea what the heck JoJo is, if you've never seen the memes or whatever, well, it's a very popular anime that was, uh, adapted from a manga that came out from the 80s, you know, um, from the year, it was, it was, it was illustrated, um, from 1987 to... Basically now, to this day, it's still actually going. JoJo was actually yeah. the manga still going, still ongoing. you know, and it was illustrated, made by, of course, um, uh, Hiri, Hiri, Hiriko Araki. Is, is am I pronouncing it right? He Hiro, Hirohiko Hirohiko Araki. Uh, okay, That's yeah. Like mm-hmm. So yeah, he he made it. You know, he's the mastermind behind JoJo. Of course, he made the manga, and it's been going on for you know years. Of course. Uh, and I'm pretty sure uh, for certain people, I think I'm pretty sure certain people think JoJo is a new thing, which is not true. No, that that is definitely not true. Yeah, At jo- first, I didn't really think that it was like made years ago, mm-hmm. but until you told me that it was actually made like way before, mm-hmm. like in the 1980s. I was like, what? Yeah, the manga. The, the manga, the yeah. Because yeah. well, they tried, well, because f- for years and years, they tried before... The, this before JoJo became this big thing, big big thing. Uh, they've always tried to adapt JoJo, but it always never worked out. Like just like how they try to every time they try to adapt Berserk, it just never goes well. It's never. Yeah. It's always adapted in a eh, like in a eh way. Except the, the except the original anime, which that's that's a discussion for another day. But you you know you know. Yeah, I mean. I so with JoJo, it was like they they tried to adapt it a few times. Back in the day, but it just didn't. It just, it just didn't really work. Like it was kind of like they weren't really perfect. Really well known to a lot of people. Yeah, it wasn't well known to a lot of people. And second, I mean in Japan, yeah, but here in America, not really. But the but the problem was that it wasn't adapted uh, correctly. But you know they tried, and you know at least they tried. But but of course until like 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 what year did like yeah two thousand twelve. 2012 was when the first, uh, when the uh, proper adaptation of Part One of JoJo, uh, um, uh, exist uh, became a thing, and it was animated by David Production, of course. So the difference, so what they did back in the day was that they adapted a third, the third part of JoJo, because that was the most popular part at the time when you know, in the manga. Oh yeah, it was. Definitely. So of course they, um, so of course. Um, let me drink this water. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm. So of course, they um, they adapt that part instead of going to the very beginning, mm. and they done they done that twice with an OVA or with like yeah with two OVAs. They they did that. They turned part three into like an OVA twice. Yeah. You know, I I think so. Uh, but yeah, but in 2012, they finally was like, all right, we're gonna adapt this, but this time we're gonna start it from the very beginning, and we're gonna do this right. And that's how JoJo became a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Ever like since that first 
first part um, called um, Phantom Blood. Yeah, jo- JoJo Part 1 Phantom Blood. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, um, yeah. So, for those that want to know, like for those of that never watched JoJo and always wonder what it's about, it is very complicated <laughs> to explain what exactly JoJo is because it's something that you got to watch yourself you know what i'm saying it's something you gotta watch to go see yourself because it's very hard to explain what it exactly it is because uh because the title is called just from reading the title you're like what the heck is that like jojo's bizarre adventure what and then yeah. as you watch okay and as you watch the show you're like okay all right uh, I um yeah but to certain people they might not get it when i mean not get it i meant like i mean like they probably won't get into it because a friend of mine uh told me uh, a friend of mine told me that, uh, in his words, he says that you either you you would either love it or you either ha- or you would hate it. You know what I'm saying? So, because some people, a lot of people do get into it, but a lot of people couldn't can't get into it because it's you know it's not really meant for everybody, which it's I can not understand. Cup of tea. Yeah, because it is because like in the title, bizarre adventure. The show gets very weird and bizarre and crazy. No yeah, yeah, it, 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 no pun intended, but it, it, a lot of bizarre things happen in the show. No pun intended, again, no pun intended, but yeah, a lot of weird, crazy things happen in the show. But I'll give my best to at least explain some things, you know. So, of course, like, like JoJo, um, the reason, like, like, it's very hard. Uh, like, basically, all, like, Basically, every part of JoJo or every arc or like every season, whatever you want to call it, the the there's always a different protagonist yeah. because every protagonist is uh, it's a different protagonist. But even though it's a different protagonist, they're all related and they're they all still related. Carry that bloodline. Yeah, because what I mean by related is that basically every season or every arc or every part is like a different gener. It's basically. Uh, 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 someone from the same bloodline but a different generation. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, you know, part one. We got the character Jonathan Joestar. You know, uh, British guy living in the Victorian age, and then and then the part two we got his grandson Joseph Joestar, who is raised, born in, who's uh, uh, who lived and raised in New York. Yeah. You know, during the uh, I want to say the the thirties somewhere there. Because didn't because took place during World War II, right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, uh, like 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 early, like late thirties, early forties, and stuff like Most that. Most likely, yeah. Yeah, and then of course part three is like we got what's his name, uh, Joe. Uh, Joe Tur- yeah, we got Joe Turo, who's uh, 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 who was uh, born and raised in Japan, and then we got uh, part four, and after part three, that's when things get a little weird and complicated because it goes from. Simply just okay, grandson after grandson after grandson to half siblings and mixed other half siblings and other like 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 half siblings half sons half daughter. It was very. It it, it gets kind of weird. It gets kind of crazy and weird later on. But yeah, that's that's kind of how JoJo is. You know, Mm -hmm. you know that kind of stuff. Uh, sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, what makes JoJo so cool? Uh, I guess you could. Hmm. Well, hmm. I don't. I don't know. What 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 makes you? Well, let me ask you. 
what do you think what what do you think what is the one thing that makes jojo so cool like what is the one thing that makes jojo mm. just so cool I gotta say, mostly it has to do. Okay, no, no pun intended. Again, mm-hmm. it has to do with the adventure that these characters are going through. Mm-hmm. Like every JoJo has gone through. Mm-hmm. My second reason why I love the show is the characters in general. Yeah, the, the characters, characters is what makes the show personally for me. I like obviously, yeah, man, especially yeah. like the JoJo's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, like, that's yeah why I love the show. Yeah, man, like that's why I think. Yeah, that's what makes yeah the show really cool, or in the manga or whatever. Um, that's what makes it really cool, just you know the characters and stuff. Yeah. And of course, you know you, you got those power. You got you know of course you got these power and these power abilities and everything that they have. That of course makes it kind of cool. But for mostly for me, I agree with you. It's the characters that is what makes it really yeah. cool. You know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the story's cool and stuff, but it's the characters is what make it up for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Even though the stories later on do get really cool and get better, it's what it's the characters that make it better. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that make the story cool. You know, um, I agree with you. Like, uh, for example, you know, there's multiple JoJo's, and and because I, you know, we had our big sister. I remember she would at like she asked us one time like, okay, so who the heck is JoJo? And I'm like, <laughs> it's the main character. But I told her, I had explained to her that every season or every part again it's a different protagonist so she's like wait what like before i started watching jojo mm-hmm. i thought jojo is just one person yeah that's so what i thought as well i was like okay why does he look different mm-hmm. who, who is this jojo yeah 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 until you watch it you realize okay so it's a different character it's a different main character in every part you know and all that kind of stuff yeah so you know the first part and what's very interesting is that every part of uh, um, of of the story or the show or the manga is that there's a different vibe to it, like a different theme to it. For you example, know, yeah, yeah. For example, like part one, Phantom Blood. Um, it's a it, uh, part one takes place in the Victorian uh, Victorian time, the, the Victorian age of England. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and basically uh, Victorian age of England. You know, yeah. it took place like in eighteen something. Does it? 18? Are you sure? 18? Are you sure it's the 1800s? 18 something. I, I could be wrong. It, I think you're right. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Around that time. Yeah, but yeah, during that time. Uh, and then, of course, uh, and then the second part takes place in um, a World War II-esque, post-World War I think either post-World War II or during World War II. I don't know. Somewhere be, right Most before World War Two. Somewhere do- during. Yeah, it's like you know, po- like somewhere like World War Two era New York, America, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, and then part three, and then part three takes place in the eighties, but part three had like this Indiana Jones kind of vibe. Yeah, most likely. Like because you know they're going to an adventure across the Middle East and Egypt and all that kind of stuff. You know, they're, they're going through Africa and then. Um, no, 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 not Middle East. What am I saying? Because Egypt is in Africa. Well, yeah. So they're traveling through the deserts of Africa, in a way. Yeah, you know, because they're trying to go to Egypt because of, you know, of a plot, because of plot reasons, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, you know, it has like an Indiana Jones kind of vibe, things like that. And then like part four has like a slice of life, like a slice of life school so- kind of. School-ish kind of vibe, but with a little bit of, but with a lot of murder mystery. Because, you know, it's a small, nice town, 
you know, and the main character is like a high schooler and stuff, but then there's this murder, these weird, mysterious murder that's going on, yeah. and they're trying to investigate who's doing this and why, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, and then part five is like a, it's like a mafia kind of vibe, like it's like a mafia story kind of, because the characters like these gangsters yeah. and stuff like that, that work for the mob, the Italian mafia and stuff like that. So it takes place in Italy. Yeah. And then uh, part six is a prison break story. Oh, yeah. It's a prison break story. Part seven is like a Western. And then part eight is, I don't know. But yeah, there's like, like. I don't I know. I have no idea what the yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know part eight, but you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, man. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure to a lot of people, there are, I'm pretty sure the, for those that are listening that never watched JoJo, I'm pre- like I said, I'm assuming a lot of people have know what JoJo is and have seen it. But for those of you that don't know what it is and still don't understand it, I apologize. Like I said, you kind of have to watch it yourself to understand. It's a bit more complicated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah, you kind of have to watch it yourself to truly understand what JoJo is. Cause, yeah, just for me telling you, it just sounds even more weird and stupid and complicated. But, um, yeah, man. Oh. But yeah, hands on JoJo, it's, it's amazing. Like, oh, like, speaking of characters, man, like, like from, from watching part one, man, like, hands down, my most favorite, uh, one of my most favorite JoJo's ever is Oh, Jonathan Joe's. It's understandable. Yeah. And it's such a shame for those that watch JoJo that he's not, he's like the least likable. Um, that say, the, wait, what? Like, a lot of people didn't really think that he's their favorite. Like, they don't really, like, like him that much. Yeah, like, they don't give him a lot of credit. And I, and yeah. I, it sucks because Jonathan Joe's was a very cool character. He was a cool, because, um, because in part one, yeah, in part one, Jonathan Joestar, who's the protagonist of part one, he was like a a British gentleman kind of guy. That's that's yeah. that's what he kind of was, and I like that about him. That he was a he was like a really nice, cool, kind gentleman. Gentleman. And what I and liked stuff. most about him was his sense of nobility. Yeah, yeah, he was very noble as well. He was, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. I, I liked that about him. And I, I think maybe the reason why a lot of people... I think the reason why certain people don't pick him as their favorite is because the fact that out of all the JoJo's, he's not exactly complex or anything like that. Yeah. So, And I can understand why, but he's still kind of cool. But people don't really give him a lot of credit. Like, he, he's still kind of cool. Yeah. And plus, he's the first Joestar. You know, it's like the first yeah. JoJo character. The <laughs> yeah, he was the first JoJo character. And a lot of people said that you should actually skip you can skip Phantom Blood. You don't need to watch Yeah, it. I, I kinda disagree I with that. Yeah. Really disagree with that. Yeah, because Phantom Blood was cause I cause yeah, because a lot of people always say that it's better to start in part three, which I can understand why people rather start with part three. Because people say that's when JoJo that's when JoJo gets like real that's the because that's like legit the part where Jojo gets really, really good. But for me, it's like, yeah, but I recommend starting from part one. I don't know. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? Start like, from part one. So yeah, because that's how it started. It to make sense. Yeah. Well, I think you can watch part three and may easily understand what's going on. Because remember, part three was when they introduced a lot of newer things that part one and part two didn't introduce. Well, you, know what, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, especially when it comes to the, pow- the powers and the abilities and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... So I think that's probably the reason why a lot of people, uh, I guess, start with part three because they can at least sort of still understand it. But I mostly like I, for me, I recommend just starting from the very beginning. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where it all started. You know, it all started with Jonathan Joestar. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, yeah, man. And of course, we got to talk about 
We can't talk about Georgia without talking about um, Dio. Dio oh Brando. Oh my god. Heck yeah. Dio Brando, man. Oh my gosh. This guy is like one of the one of the most messed up. One of the like craziest like man, he just he's just like he's like he's like that one villain yeah. where you you hate but you love him at the same time. Yeah. Cuz that's he, how I felt like oh god. Like you hate him but you love him. Did you just love the, just how evil and messed up he could just be like and, he just does not care. And you know also people said that he's like um the most favorite villain out of all the JoJo's. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. And and the thing is about, about Dio is that Dio is is so he has such a presence as like he has such a what's the word like he has such a huge presence to to the point where like I think that's the right word like he has such a presence to the point where like even though he's not in other parts a part of Dio still lives on. Like, his spirit still lives on. Like, a part yeah. of him still lives on. Because, like I said, every part is a different conflict and different characters, right? Yeah. But, uh, my friend, uh, my friend, uh, my friend Tyler, by the way, shout out to Tyler, man. Uh, my friend Tyler, um, he, he explained to me that, that, uh, this is before we, I kept continuing watching JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember he told me that the reason why all these conf- all these conflicts that happen is all because of JoJo. No matter, I, I mean, I mean, uh, because, of- nah, because of Dio. No matter what, it doesn't matter if he's not even around. It doesn't matter if he's not even doing anything. He's not even around or he's dead or whatever. I, in a way, Dio is even in death. Dio is still eternal, eternal and stuff like that. That is true. So, like in a way, Dio finds a way to. I wouldn't say he comes back, but. In a way, Dio has a huge influence in a lot of things that happen in the series. So even though there's different characters, every conflict is sort of connected with Dio. And, and that's what's so crazy about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, but let's talk about how Dio was in part one. Part one, he was a very, very kind of like evil, uh, very manipulative. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. Yeah, there you go. And and very just evil dude. So at first you just kind of think, oh, he's probably just pure evil. No, there's a reason why. The reason why he's the way he is, though, is because of the fact that, remember, he grew up in a very poor background. His mom died because I think I think because of his dad. And his yeah, dad abused him. He, um, people said that she had to deal with like very bad emotional stress mm-hmm. because of his um, abusive dad mm-hmm. to the point where she just like, yeah she, yeah she just died just like that so he had to live all alone he had to live all alone with his abusive dad so his dad treated like trash for all these years so it made him the, the way he is and remember he comes from a poor background so when um the joe star family accepted dio to be part of his family because of and the reason why dio became part of jonathan's family is because of the fact that remember um jonathan's dad had a history with dio's dad where he helped um he helped him out on, on something years ago so of course he's like all right since you helped me out uh, all right since you helped me out i want you to help out my son when i die yeah. so of course john so of course when dio's dad died he ends up living with the joe star family mm-hmm. and he of course his whole plan is to ruin jonathan's life and f- uh, make a scheme or f- plan a way to kill um jonathan's dad and kill Jonathan and make his life, or, or or not even kill him, just make his life miserable, 
just so he can take that money. Because remember, he came from a yeah. poor background. So he just wants to like take over. So to take over and stuff, yeah, just to take that money so he wouldn't have to like sleep in the gutter anymore. But also, remember, also because the fact that since he's gone through hell, he believes that, oh, since I've been through it, you deserve... You need to put... You, I'm going to you make need, your life a living Yeah, I'm going to make your life a living hell because, look, you had a night... Look, you have a rich house, you live in the mansion, you had the good life. I didn't. So now you're going to know how I feel. So it's kind of like... And like So you understand why he does this, but it's but at the same time, though, it's still kind of messed up. But you understand why he does it. But it's still, it's like, bro, it, that's not cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. <laughs> Dio was, yeah. Yeah, man, that's how messed up Dio was. Yeah, yeah, Dio, Dio did a lot of messed up things. You he killed, no, he kicked, him, but we, no. you love him at the same time. Like, he literally kicked, he literally kicked Jonathan's dog. And it's like, bro, chill. Bro. Like, he came out of the wagon and stuff like that. And Jonathan was like, oh, you're, you're Dio, right? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Dio, what's up? You know, he's all like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm Jonathan. This is my dog, Danny. And he looked at the dog and freaking kicked him in the face. Animal cruelty. Like, animal cruelty, man. <laughs> and what's worse, he literally, like, he killed the dog in the fiery pit. Like, in, in the, in the, what is that thing in the fiery, in the chimney or something like that. It was like chimney thingy, whatever. Yeah, like, 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 he, call, yeah, 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 he burned him in that thingy, and it's like, what the I'm heck? I'm sure alive, or, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he burned him alive, yeah. Alive, and I'm like, yeah, he burned the dog alive. <laughs> so, you, so you're rooting for John to fight this guy, because John, because so, Dio is just, remember, Dio, he's a fake. Yeah, he's, he's fake. He's like, fake, so he, of course, acts all innocent when people are around, but when he's alone with Jonathan, he's like, listen here, boy. Like, <laughs> like he'll grab it, grab his cheek. Or I grab his face and be like, "Don't you dare ruin this for me! I'll make your life a living hell." And, and like, and you know what I'm saying? Like, saying like, what, "What the heck?" And he's like, "What the heck?" I'm like, "Bro, I didn't do it. like yeah." Because Jonathan the whole time is like, "Bro, I didn't do anything to you." I just said hi. Like, I didn't do any anything to you. I'm trying to be cool with you, and you're over here trying to ruin my life for no reason. Like, I didn't do anything, you know. So you kind of feel so you kind of feel for Jonathan, you know. And, and like Dio even freaking try to kiss. Jonathan's girl without her consent. Like, he literally grabbed her and kissed her like, oh, you haven't had her first kiss with Jonathan, huh? Oh, well, guess what? You're gonna be, I'm gonna be your first kiss. And so he grabbed her and kisses her. And not only that, but when her, um, his girlfriend tried to wipe it off, wipe off her, um, her lips with, um, water from the ground, she's like, how dare you? Freaking slapped her. Yeah, and he freaking I was slapped like, her. Hey. Yeah, but, well, but that was so cool about Jonathan's girl, uh, uh, um, Arena. Was that like? Because remember, she was she was loyal to Jonathan to the point where like when that man kissed her, yeah, like you said, she literally went to the point where she uh, was disgusted from that kiss. To, like she was, so, she was so like, oh my gosh, he stole that kiss. Like I, I wanted my first kiss to be Jonathan, and now he took that from me, and I, I can't oh, have that first kiss because Dio took that from me. So she went to the point where, like you said, went to the ground and uh, went and went to the ground to that puddle of water and got a scoop of water from her hand and tried to wash it even though it was dirty water still she tried to wash that off because you know she didn't want she wanted her first kiss to be Jonathan not Dio so you're like bro that's disgusting but at the same time I like the loyalty <laughs> I like the fact that she's like nah man loyalty. nah that kiss I, I, I wanted my kiss from my I wanted a kiss from my man not you so I was like dude there you go Arena mm -hmm. there you go but of course Dio was like how dare you freaking slapped her Dio freaking slapped her, her. Like, hey. it was like bro heck a messed up but you know 
But but uh, but of course, but you know, but at the same time though, Dio's a bad B. You know what I'm saying? He, he's a yeah. bad B. He's, he's like, unstoppable, mm, man. I don't care. You know, he, yes. Like, he had that, he has, like, a, you know those kind of villains that, like, yes. Yeah. You know? Like, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know? That, that, that kind of vibe. Like, like, I'm the almighty powerful Dio. Bow down to me. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. But, you know, uh, but, but yeah, man, yeah, Dio. But as a villain, he was, he's a very, but he's a very good villain. You know, he's a very, very good villain, you know. And I think that's the point. He's supposed to be like this very messed up dude, but you like him. You hate him, but you love him at the same time, you know. Because mm -hmm. he's such a good villain. And then, but, and, but what the cool thing about the relationship between Jonathan and Dio is the fact that even though they have, even though they have a huge rivalry, even though Jonathan does end up hating Dio as he gets older, because the fact that, you know, Dio's just trying to ruin his life. So, of course, so, of course, Jonathan's going to end up, growing hatred for Dio. But what's so cool about Jonathan is that even at the at the end of the day, in the end, even though Jonathan always saw Dio as like, you know, like uh, uh, as an arch nemesis because remember Dio was trying to ruin his life. At the end of the day, Jonathan still sees him as like his brother. Cause you know, they grew up together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the one thing that I respect about Jonathan was that even though he hates Dio, he still loves him. Cause you know, that's like, you know, that's my, that's my yeah. brother. And they grew with each other. Yeah, they grew with each other. Even though, yeah, even though they had grudges against each other, they still, in in a way, and D I wouldn't say Dio loved Dio. I wouldn't say Dio loved Jonathan as a brother as well. I wouldn't say that, but I think it's more like, yeah, Dio wanted to ruin Jonathan, but in a way, he still respect him. He a just, part of him still respect him. Well, people. Well, people. Um, we'll still can throw this comment section mm -hmm. this video. Yeah. Um, people said the reason why Dio respected Jonathan because despite all the bad, horrible things that he had to put Jonathan through, mm. he could see Jonathan still standing up. Yeah. He. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there he you go. Admired, he actually kind of admired that. He like, like he admired the fact that he could still fight. Like he could still get back and fight back. And then keep yeah. going stuff and that yeah yeah there you go that's why he respected him. there you go yeah so that, that yeah that was that's that was the interesting about the relationship and I and I actually like that you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying so yeah that's the reason why I really like Jonathan Jonathan was really cool dude you know so yeah um, yeah man and then you know we have part two with um uh with what's his name Joseph I'm mean, I'm not I'm mean, jo Joseph was jo Joseph Joestar who was the grandson. Yeah. Of gra the grandson of uh, of, of uh, gr grandson of, jo of Jonathan. A part two called um, Battle Tendency. Battle, jo yeah, Battle Tendency, the part two, Battle Tendency. Um, um, Joseph, I wasn't crazy. Joseph was cool, but I wasn't crazy about Joseph. I don't know why. I wasn't that crazy. I don't him. know. I have the same feeling mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because um. Because in part two, you know, the plot is, is like years later, Arena, uh, Jonathan's girl, he's like, she's an old woman now. She's like a grandma, so she's taking care of her grandson. John, uh, I mean, jo Joseph. Yeah. And his parents are around because of, you know, they died, you know, because of their, their dead. So, of course, she's taking care of uh, and Joseph. And Joseph, you can kind of see some Jonathan in in him but not exactly like but he's a bit more a bit more different mm -hmm. um because jonathan was more like the the noble gentleman but brave guy who no matter what he would not give up but he'll go against anything that gets in front of him while joseph 
Joseph was more like a jokester, brash. like like a brash, like a brash jokester, funny guy, like a jokester, funny guy. But so were a coward. Like if there was some threat that he cannot defeat at all, he would fix the problem by running away. Because yeah. that's because you know which that, is surprising. Because I'm like, what? Yeah, it's surprising because you know we because we've always seen Jonathan. Because you know from Jonathan, you know Jonathan was the kind of guy that no, he's not gonna fall back. He will fight. And then wow, Joseph Joseph was kind of like the. I'm gonna run. <laughs> he just runs away from the situation. You know what I'm saying? I was saying? surprised when I first saw that. Yeah. So it's like, hey, but you know, that, that's, you know, this is different. You know, this is not Jonathan. It's a different character. This is Joseph Josar. So yeah, Joseph, yeah, he's the brash jokester kind of guy, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wasn't crazy, like I said, again, I wasn't crazy about Joseph. Um, but at the same time, but I still kind of liked him. He was still kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, you know. And, and, and then, you know, Dio, uh, because Dio's not the villain in this part, but even though he's not the villain in this part, his influence is what caused it. it is what caused the conflict. Yeah, definitely. So, so of course, we got this one new villain named Cars, who's like this over... Who's like this OP vampire ancient... This ancient vampire being. Yes, people. Most likely a godlike being. Yeah, a godlike vampire being, which, yes, people, Jojo definitely has vampires. Yeah, it, it, the, the main villains of Jojo started out with vampires and then later on it became different but yeah. yeah in part one part two the villains were basically vampire slash ancient godlike beings that are basically that are kind of vampires still yeah so yeah man so there's that because of course you know dio um used the mask which this aztec this ancient aztec mask where whoever wears it until Whoever wears it will become this like powerful vampire and, and, and stuff like that, you know. Actually, when you wear it, you're supposed to apply someone's blood. There you into go. It. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're supposed to drop some blood on the mask and wear it, and once you wear it, you become this powerful vampire being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, thank you for correcting me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and of course they continue that whole thing, and I think a part two they they. They explain, they show that, um, they show that um, there's actually more than one mask. There's actually multiple masks. So they actually go into detail about, okay, who invented this, who invented this mask and why? So of course we learn the backstory, but behind the mask. And then we learn that it came from uh, Mexico in ancient times in the Aztec, you know, yeah. the Aztec age and everything. So it's like, okay, that that's kind of interesting. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, the villains of part two is like this ancient, these ancient uh, Aztec beings that were uh, basically um, in stone. That were uh, that were in stone for many years, and then now they some the uh, some somebody came to a tomb and, and of course awakened them. And as they awakened, they're like, "All right, we're back. We were come back to life, and now we're gonna, you know, power and all that kind of stuff." So it's like, yeah, you know, uh, and some of the weird things about it is that there's. Nazis, because oh, you know, former, just just to make just to clarify, this takes place during the war, War Two. Yeah, World War Two. So, of course, there's gonna be there's some and there's some Nazis characters, but for some reason, for Nazis, some of the the what's that guy's name? I forgot his name, but there was a Nazi commander for a Nazi. He was actually kind of cool, which is kind of weird. About, it's kind of it's a little weird. To, it's really weird to say that because remember these are not remember he's a Nazi. We're supposed to hate this. We're supposed to hate these. You know we're supposed to hate Nazis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because of the stuff that he did. But for some reason this Nazi's character they actually made this Nazi character kind of likable, which is kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. Was not expecting that. Yeah, because he started out like a villain, but he sort of kind of became a good guy, like a good guy. Towards later. Ish towards later, you know. So yeah, I forgot his name. 
What the heck is his name? Let me yeah, see, let me look. Yeah, let me look it up. I'm trying to find it. I'm sorry, people. What was his name? Let's see. He had um. He was blonde, right? Yeah, he was a he was a blonde. Yeah, he was like a blonde Aryan looking dude. Let me see. Um, let's see. Let me see. Um. Yeah, what was his name? Um, his name is Stron Stronheim. Stronheim. Yeah, yeah, Stronheim. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yes, yeah, yeah, Stronheim. Yeah, he was actually kind of likable on the show, which, like I said, it's kind of weird to say. Well, yeah, man. So, um, uh, um, so yeah, man. And you know, th there's that. So Battle Tendency, yeah. So yeah, a lot of people praise Battle Tendency, just like Part Three. A lot of people praise Battle Tendency as well. I like Battle Tendency, but uh, but I wasn't. Uh, I, I like Battle Tendency. I wasn't crazy about it, but I still really liked it. I still really I still enjoyed enjoy it. it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it and, and, and stuff, dude. You know what I'm saying? So, um, um, yeah, man. And and I totally forgot to mention this, but one of the coolest things about JoJo before I continue on about the character about like the other protagonists, the cool thing about another cool funny thing about JoJo is the fact that it's basically a show full of a bunch of masculine masculine men. But doing a lot of femi but but doing a lot of feminine poses. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? At first, when I first started watching Yoja, I was like, "What the heck is going on? Mm -hmm. Why are they posing in every scene?" Yeah, yeah. But when you told me that, like, that's pretty much the point of the show, and I start keep on, I kept on watching the show. I start to get used to it. And yeah, I start to love it. Yeah, because I was kind of concerned as well. I'm like, wait, what's with these buff looking dudes? These muscular buff looking dudes doing all these feminine poses and the feminine outfits. But that's kind of cool, but I like that because that's like one of the main things about, that's what makes Jojo Jojo, about these masculine looking dudes doing these feminine poses. Just, in, in the words of Etika, R.I.P. to Etika, R.I.P. to Etika, but in, in the words of Etika, he says it's it's masculine feminine, femininity, femininity? Femininity. Yeah, femininity. Hey, mom. Hey, what's up? Uh, but yeah, masculine femininity. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's the right word for it. Yeah. So yeah, that's like, so... Yeah, and it's funny because it's the show does start out like you know Jonathan, you know, like I said, going back to Jonathan. Jonathan wasn't exactly the most feminine guy ever. I mean, the poses sure, but he wasn't the most feminine guy. He was just like a normal, masculine kind of guy, you know, mm -hmm. buff and everything. But he was a gentleman, you know what I'm saying? And he was cool. He respect women though. He respect women. He did. That's what I liked about him. He was a gentleman. <laughs> he respect women. That was so cool. So he cool. He cool. Oh and then Joseph. Joseph was kind of like that. But I guess the only feminine thing about him was his outfit. Like literally, he had like this green tight. Oh yeah, and didn't he also have? Yeah, it was a crop top. Yeah, he had a crop top. Yeah, yeah. So he had like a green. Yeah, so he had a green short sleeve shirt. But in a way, but it was sort of still a crop. You could still see his belly, so it was like a crop top. You know what I'm saying? Sort of a crop top. And he had like skiing, like these like tight skinny jeans and these pirate like these pirate boots and everything. So it's like okay, okay. Okay, man, he, he, I mean, he looked cool in that outfit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I so, was yeah. like, dang, he's going all out. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Battle Tendency, a.k.a. Part 2. I, um, I, I did, um, I enjoyed it, but like I said, I wasn't crazy about Joseph or that part. But I still liked it, you know. Yeah. And, of course, we get to, uh, and, of course, we get to, uh, Part 3. The Stardust Crusaders. Stardust, yes, the, the Stardust Crusaders, which is the part that a lot of people consider is, the best part, or a lot of people say that's the part that where JoJo finally gets good, good, which I can kind of agree. Mm -hmm. 
But I gotta be honest, and I'm pretty sure you feel the same way I feel, that even though part three is the most popular part of JoJo, I wasn't crazy about it, to be honest. I know people are gonna be like, <gasps> like, how oh, dare you? But no, no, but yeah, to be honest, now yeah, part three, I wasn't crazy about it. But Angel, what do you mean by that? Well, <laughs> well, yeah, well, part three was cool, but I think what ruined what what kind of ruined it for me was that there was a point of the of the part of the arc where it got very repetitive. Where basically every single episode was just then fighting a new villain after a new villain after a new villain after a new villain. And I get it. JoJo has always been doing that. But part three did it to the point where I was kind of like, okay, this is getting too old. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It got way too repetitive. I understand. When they did it, because when they did it, the first half the first half of the part, I was okay with it. But when, but when we get to the middle, but when, the, but when we get to the middle of the arc, and it, it kept doing that. And I was kind of like, okay, this is, okay, okay, this is kind of getting repetitive. Like, like, can, can we get to, like, something major happening? Like, can we get something, like, you know, something actually major going on or cool instead of just fighting these random villains? Yeah. And, and I get it. Because, um, because the whole plot of part three, because uh, the whole plot of part three is that, turns out, it's years later. Mm -hmm. The main character is, is, is the grandson of... Of Joseph this time, who's Jotaro Kujo. So he's a half, he's a half British guy, half Japanese. You know what I'm saying? But he was born and raised in Japan. So Joseph, he's still around, but he's an old man, and he came to Jotaro like, "Hey, man, look, we got something going on right now." So that boy Dio, that our great grandfather had to with, had to deal with and and defeated. Well, he's back. And he's back, and he, yeah, and he's powerful than before. And he's can't come here to basically kill us. To kill our bloodline. So we gotta do, we gotta do to stop this guy. So what's going on is this is the part where, of course, everyone knows when they introduce the this ability called a stand. Yeah. And of course, for those of you that don't know what a stand is, a stand is basically a. It's hard to it's hard to explain, but. Mm -hmm. Uh, a stand is basically like this weird. This there's like this weird. Okay, I, I got it right here. I'm I'm a, I don't care what people say. This, I'm looking at the Wikipedia just so people can better understand it because I, I can't put it into words. Basically, a stand is a visual manifestation of 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 your of your of uh, of of life energy. So it's an entity. So it's an entity physically generated. Oh god, generated by its owner, referred to as the stand user. It generally presents itself as a figure hovering over or near the user and possesses abilities beyond that of an ordinary human. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. Ordinary human, which depending on the stand users can be wielded for good or evil. So that's what it is. So in other words, a stand is like an avatar. Yeah, it's like your it's like a spirit type avatar that pops out of your body and fights for you. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that nobody can see it. The only people that can see stands. Or stand users, or people that have the ability to use a stand. People that don't have stand users, that don't have stand powers at all, there's no more people, can't see it. So when they see two stand users fighting each other, instead of seeing um, their stand abilities fighting each other, all you see is nothing but air. It's just air. Like air just blowing up. Basically air blowing up air. 
And you're just kind of like, what What the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. So, of course, from the citizens, like the civilians' perspective, they're kind of like, wait, why are those two characters looking at each other while all this stuff going on in the air? What's going on? <laughs> and so it's like, wait, what? What's, where are all this destruction coming from? What's yeah. going on? So to them, so from the civilians' eyes, they're like, okay, something, something invisible is in the air. And we're just not seeing it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So, of course, you know. So, of course, jo- Jotaro and his grandpa, Joseph, uh, former squad of standing users. And Stardust Crusaders. This, yeah, they call themselves the Stardust Crusaders. And they go to this long journey to Egypt to go find Dio. Because Dio is hanging out in Egypt and stuff. Yeah. And this is where we find out how the stand abilities became a thing. Wait, did we? No, actually, no. Really? Wait, I thought it was... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind, never mind. Never it mind. Is. I, I it's apologize. It's like the first time. Yeah. Because at first, I was... Yeah, because it was confusing. Like, okay, how did this... How's... Like, when... Since when does... Like, since when Stan abilities became a thing? Because in part one, part two of JoJo, Stan's was never really a thing. It wasn't even invented. It was mostly hormone. Yeah, hormone, which is basically energy. It's basically just regular shonen anime kind of powers were like oh you know like like chakra or like soul energy from like like chakra from naruto or like nen like or nen or n from hunter x hunter or like um power the your power level energy from uh, dragon ball z you know what i'm saying so that's what hamu was which is basically this anime power energy yeah by the way i gotta go to the bathroom okay so um, keep some talking all right all right all right no problem no problem but then um Sorry, people, hold up. Ugh. Gotta drink that water. So, yeah. So, they go on this long journey. They form a group, and they go this long journey to Egypt. And one of the cool things about this part, though, were, uh, were the characters. The characters were really, really cool. You got, like, guys like, you know, Jotaro. Like I said, Jotaro Kujo. Uh, who is a very, a very, basically, a super... This time, this is Joe... This JoJo character is like a super serious, tough, ma- like a very, very masculine kind of character. And not gonna lie, at first I wasn't feeling it, you know, with him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like crazy about this character, to be honest. Like, not at all, because I was kind of like, all he kind of is is just a super serious character that doesn't really talk that much. I mean, he's just kind of like, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just super serious and I'm just, you know, you know, he doesn't talk a lot. So I wasn't really crazy about him at first. But I'll get to him later. I'll get back to him a bit later, though. And then Joseph. Joseph is still kind of like the same, but an old man. But he's a bit, but a bit more mature, and he's you know an old man, you know that kind of stuff. Hey, I'm back. Okay. And then you know, and then there's other characters like the the Egyptian character um, Abdul, who's a very cool dude. He's like the stoic noble. He's like the stoic noble kind of guy of the crew of the squad, you know. We have characters like um, Pomeraf, the French character, who's like this, he's like a... Um, funny, outgoing type of guy. Like a funny, outgoing, he's like the funny, outgoing, uh, womanizer kind of guy. Because, you know, er, he, 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 you know, he's, he, you know, he's flirty. So he, every time he's pretty woman, he's like, hey, what's up, girl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got a nice body, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, so he's like, you know, like he, he a flirt, you know what I'm saying? And then we got, uh, uh, what's his name? Kakuin? Yeah, Kakuin. Kakuin. I can't pronounce his name. Kakuin? Who's like the the silent but cool, kind, noble kind of guy as well. Like, Mm -hmm. he's a really kind, noble kind of guy as well. So, yeah, it's a cool squad of characters. 
Uh, I, I just I just told them while you were going. I just explained that I wasn't really crazy about uh, Jojo Rowe. Yeah, because okay, here's the thing. A lot of people like think of him like he's the best Jojo out of, but Jojo character out of all of them. And mm-hmm. for me personally, I was like, mm, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Because I was a little disappointed at first because a lot of people were yeah, like, a lot of people were praising. I felt like did people just praise this guy because he just the cliche. I mean. I'm the cool, tough guy. That, 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 that's really kind of it. The, the silent, cool, tough guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it's just a grand slot. Yeah, yeah. But I'll we'll get to him later, though. We'll get to him later because yeah. they do do something to with him later on in the series. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's so. Yeah, that's kind of. But yeah, part three. That's you know that's part three. You know what I'm saying? They they're going to defeat Dio and Dio. Um, Dio doesn't really do. Well, he does do some stuff. But Dio isn't exactly doesn't really get a whole lot of screen time until like the final episodes. Yeah. Because the whole time, you're because the whole time they're busy trying to fight all these like his minions, you know, his servants that that were hired by him to go defeat um to stop to um stop the 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 bad guy the the characters the main characters just from getting to um you know Dio and and, and stuff you know what I'm saying. So um yeah but yeah that was my problem with with the with the arc is that at first I was cool with it but it went to the point where they constantly did try to had to fight all these random servants of Dio these bad guys the, the these bad guys I served Dio like constantly like they, they, they like every episode was just them trying to defeat a new villain and it was kind of like and it, it got very repetitive and it doesn't mean I hate it overall, I still yeah, same find here. it really great, especially with the characters. Yeah, know. yeah, because yeah, the main characters were still cool. It was still cool to watch the main characters do their thing, you know. And I absolutely love their friendship. Yeah, with this part three, I yeah. personally believe, like, I felt a little bit. I felt that friendship mm-hmm. in part three. Yeah, I yeah. really did. Yeah, that friendship was cool. That you know, that squad was so cool. Yeah. Like the bond that the squad had, it was yeah. it was a cool bond because they I think they spent the majority of forty something days. With yeah. Each other, man. Yeah. So like, just out of those forty-seven days, they they got really close with those forty-seven days. They got exactly. really close. So yeah, their friendship was what made the show kind of cool for me. Um, but yeah, again, like I said, it got really repetitive when they keep fighting these when they keep fighting these like random bad guys, and I was just kind of like, okay, I don't really. That's the reason why I took a break from watching the show because I was kind of like I was getting a little, eh, I I, I kept getting bored because I was like, dude, that's kind of all they do in the middle of the show, uh, uh, the middle of the part. Well, of course, it gets a bit later, yeah, later, later on. on as as they get close to Dio, that's when the show gets really, really good again. And of course, Dio, Dio's Dio. You know what I'm saying? Dio's Dio, but the difference is that remember, remember part one, Dio was Dio was just like a, a how do I explain this? Because Dio is some is the same, but a bit different at the same time. Because how do I explain people this? have been explaining that he's different from. Starting his crusades, but I, I don't know. Like, like it's hard to explain. Like, I he is different, but it's hard to explain how different, because he does seem the same still. But uh, there is something about him that's making him different. Besides the fact that he's way powerful now. Yeah. Like besides that, like he's way more powerful now. Be like besides that, but there's something else. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but no, but yeah, but Dio's still good. He's still a very good villain. He's still cool. You know. Yeah, man. Bad, like bad B. You know all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? He rock with the cape and the yellow suit he has. Yeah, man. Those that poses, poses. That pose. The that po- pose. Bro, that, dude, that moment, like, okay. That moment when Pomerov was going up the stairs 
and Dio just pops out of nowhere doing that pose, I was like, dude, and the opera music was playing. Yeah, I was dun, like, dun. I was like, oh my gosh, man, that was so good. That was such a that was such mm-hmm. a good scene. You know what I'm saying? Um Wait, who's outside? Yeah, oh, I think it's mom. It's mom? Wait. <gasps> is that mom? Oh, I think Dad's here, but but close the okay, but close the window. Sorry. Okay, sorry about that, people. Um uh <laughs> We're in my little sister's room right now, and then the, our, her window was open, and we saw what was going on outside. Yeah. Anyway, um, but but uh, yeah, dude, but yeah, yeah, Dio's still he's still a very good villain. He's still a cool villain yeah, and stuff. Still enjoyable. So yeah, you know, it was still enjoyable and stuff. So what was cool about part, but what the cool thing about, but what was interesting about part three was that after it ended, I think at the time a lot of people felt like, well, what happens now? You know, we finally. Def- yeah, because I, because okay, <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hold on, hold on, because you know, spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, uh, the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm gonna mention some spoilers, and the reason why is because, like I said, I, a lot of people by now should watch JoJo. People should watch JoJo by now, and I'm pretty sure everyone has. So I'm gonna say it because you know JoJo is such a big thing. So I'm gonna say some spoilers. So spoiler alert: they defeated. Dio in the end, of course, right? So uh, since they finally defeated Dio, it's like, well, what happens now? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm pretty sure at the time when when in the manga when when the manga ended that part, it felt like I'm pretty sure a lot of fans were like, well, I kind of wonder what happens now. Like, what's you know what what's what's there, you know what's gonna happen now? Then you know mm-hmm. Dio's gone, he's defeated, right? Yeah. Wait. Uh, but you were gonna yeah, say something? I was about to say something. Okay, go on. Did um what the author is um what the manga artist's name um what's his name? Uh, uh Araki. Araki wasn't he? I might be wrong, by the way. Wasn't Araki supposed to end the whole JoJo stuff in part three? I think so. I I did. I think I hear. I heard that from somewhere. I'm not sure that's true, but I did hear somewhere where like I could be wrong, but I I think someone yeah someone mentioned. That it, it was actually supposed to end up part three, but he decided to keep on going. I, oh. I guess if that's true, then I guess he decided to keep on going after that. So this is where we get to uh, part four. And part four is a very personally for me. I'm pretty sure for you as well. Part four is a very, 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 very special, special part for me. Besides part one, because part one hands down is like always be my favorite. But part four is like my second favorite. Part four of JoJo is when things get. For me, things went is when things got very cool, very fun, very interesting. Yeah. Because in part four, you know, it, it takes place a few years later after part three. In part four, basically, uh, like I said in, in the beginning, like I said, it's a slice of life school. Like, it has a slice of life school, small town slice of life school kind of vibe with a lot of murder mystery going mm-hmm. on. You know what I'm saying? So, um... The maximum recording segments for 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Wait, hold up. Go. There you go. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. And then, so, so yeah, it has like slice of life school kind of, kind of vibe, small town. So yeah, it takes place in a place called Morio, a small town, Morio. Very nice, nice place in Japan. And it's the, and it's the year 1999, you know? Of course, there's some weird murders that's been going on. A lot of people don't know who's doing this and, and why. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. And the main character this time is a guy named Josuke. 
And this is very new because you're kind of like, okay, who the heck is this Josuke? Who's he related to? Yeah, yeah, who is he related to? And, and what? You know, so you're kind of like, okay, so who's this Josuke? You know, uh, Josuke Hikashika. Hikashika. Yeah, 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 there you go. Um, teenage, you know, teenage high schooler. You know what I'm saying? Just living a life, you know, in a small town. You know what I'm saying? That kind of lives with a single mom. You know, his dad, daddy, dad. We'll get to that. Huh. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, you know, doesn't really have his dad isn't really in his life, so he lives, you know, single, sing, you know, single, single mom, who's a, a very, very good looking mom. I gotta have to say that. She, <laughs> well, yeah, because people always make jokes that she's a milf and stuff, and I'm like, okay, I mean, I can kind of see that, kind of see that, okay, okay. Um, but um, but yeah, and then um, this part is so. How do I start? It's, it's 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 such a very it's a very very good part. Like, I think, cause I think it's cause I think one of the reasons why I like it so much is because out of all the JoJo parts, this is like the most diff like the one that's like kind of unique and kind of different. Like, kind of it's, it's like a breath of fresh air. That's that's the thing I like about part four. That it's a breath of fresh air. Like, they're not going to some crazy adventure. They're not going this or whatever. It revolves around this town. Okay. This town with these characters, you know. And, okay. and that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so Josuke he got he he got ah okay oh whatever Josuke, so Josuke this JoJo is uh, uh I would I was about to say I was about to say he's this is the first this is the one part where the main character is a teenager, which is not true because Jotaro was a teenager in, yeah. in part three. So Josuke, um, how do I explain? So Josuke, um, in a way, he's like a, he has a look of a bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he has the hair and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, uh, uh, I don't know. It depends. Why? Yeah. I'm sure we're in the middle of this. I'm sorry. Okay, bye. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay, man. I'm right here. I'm sorry, guys. Hold up. Anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry about the interruption. Um, but anyway. Um, Josuke is like, uh, he has a look of a bad boy because of his hair and his look. Because remember, uh, back in the day in Japan, that 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 haircut that he had and that outfit he had, like back in the day, those were like the bad boy, like greaser type kind of uh, people from in Japan. In Japan, they had like a lot of delinquents or like bad, like those teenagers that always get in trouble all the time. Those delinquents, whatever, they always had that look, mm-hmm. you know, that greaser looking hair. Especially with his outfit, and, and and the yeah yeah yeah, especially his outfit, that baggy looking like. School school uniform outfits and stuff like that you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but he's actually kind of a gentle kind of guy. Like 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 he can like he's a strong dude, but he's kind of gentle at the same time. And he's kind of a scary and cat. He's friendly also. Yeah, he's a friendly dude, and he's kind of a scary cat as well. Like there was that one. There, it was a very good introdu- introduction where like the, the 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 part like the first episode they introduced him. The way they introduced him, they introduced him by showing how. By showing him being too scared to touch a turtle, because he's because he's scared of I don't know I guess he's scared of reptiles or something like that. And there's like a freaking turtle on a water fountain, and he's like too scared to touch it, or for some reason he's like oh the and turtle. He's, um, bullies for messing with it. Yeah, 
and some boys, and these boys were trying to mess with him. He was kind of like, and instead of fighting back, he was kind of like, oh, okay, guys, I'll give you guys money if you leave me alone, right? But once they try to mess with that turtle, he's like, bruh, don't mess with that turtle, dude. That turtle didn't do anything. So, of course, he got a stand, and he, his stand was like, ah, he beat up the bullies. They important detail. Oh, I'm sorry, what? They insulted his hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you insult his hair... He gets heck of sensitive. He, he goes berserk mode. Yeah, he goes berserk mode. Yeah. So you talk trash about his hair. He goes sen- he goes super sensitive, and he would just beat anybody, just beat someone up, mm-hmm. straight up, dude. Up. Yeah. You know what saying. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know all that kind of stuff. You know. Um, and uh, this is the part. I think this is where JoJo definitely gets a bit more feminine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I kind of like that. I like that because it gets really cool. And so, like, for example, because Araki, because it's no secret that Araki, obviously, um, the, the character designs are obviously based on a bunch of uh, fashion icons of, like, like, I'm pretty sure he looked at magazine, like, fashion magazines and had, like, these costumes and these um, character design outfits based on these fashion-type clothes and this and that. You know what I'm saying? For example, um... Um, like freaking um, Josuke's outfit is based on Prince. Yeah, it's based on one of Prince's outfit. And there's another character that ha- there's another character in another JoJo part we'll get to a bit later. Mm-hmm. His outfit's based on Prince as well. Like, yeah, because his his influences basically he was influenced by a lot of like, um, besides I'm pretty sure he was influenced from music from his country, Japan, yeah. but he was mostly influenced by music from the West, like here in America or like music from England and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, especially music here in America. He was a lot, he was, a, he was definitely influenced by a lot of music here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, like, like, cause his stand is called Shining Diamond or no, Crazy Diamond. And I'm pretty sure it's based on a song called Crazy Diamond or an album. I don't know. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. It's based on a song called Crazy Diamond, I think. I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, his outfit, you know, is based on, you know, prints and stuff like that, you know? And then, um, and, and yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I'm sorry, I'm saying um too much. That's fine. I apologize. Well, just... I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to go, what I, yeah, that's how Josuke is. Mm-hmm. Josuke, he's a, he's a kind, cool dude, but if you mess with his friends or his, but if you insult his hair or mess with any of his friends, he's like, hey man, that's my homie. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. Mode. I'm gonna go berserk on me if you don't leave my homie alone. Mm-hmm. That's how he is, and he's really cool. You know what I'm saying? But the side characters are really awesome as well. For example, uh, his his one of his best friends from um, one of one one of the characters that he ends up becoming best friends with is a character named Ko- Koichi, Koichi, who's like this like a very short looking, is very short, frag like this very short, kind but like fragile kind of character from high school. He's like a short dude. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of, he's like the one character where he's like, hi, my name is Koichi, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he's not always like, he's not like, he's not like Josuke where he's kind of like, hey, my name is Josuke, what's up? No, he's kind of like, hey, he's hi. Like timid kind yeah, of he's kind of timid, you know what I'm saying? And a little, little bit shy, just a little bit, you know, he's not the strongest kind of dude, but you know, um, but you know, he, but he's cool. But the cool thing about his character, like he went from being this timid, you know, this timid school nerd. To like becoming this really cool, straight up strong fighter in this and more, that. and his personality sort of changed. He became more strong and assertive. Yeah, strong and assertive, less shy, more you know, mm-hmm. out there. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool about him. Uh, that's the cool thing about Ko- Koichi. Koichi, mm-hmm. hand sounds like the best character of the part. Hey, uh, 
You need something? Okay. Um, and then he's like hands down like one of the best parts of 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 of, of that arc and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he he's he's a really cool he's a really really cool character. I feel like the other friend also. What's his name, by the way? I always forget his name. Yeah, but yeah, there's another friend that Josuke has. I always forget his name. What's his name? Let me look it up. I'm sorry. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, people. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Hold on, people. Hold on. What's his name? Uh, um, uh, uh, oh, 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 um, Okiyasu, Okiyasu, yeah, Okiyasu, he's a really cool friend, he's like the hot-headed, he's like the hot-headed, not really the brightest guy kind of friend, you know what I'm saying, but he's still kind of cool, you know what I'm saying, he's still kind of cool, so yeah, and he he's cool as well, you know what I'm saying, um, he started out as like an enemy of Josuke to like becoming his friend, in one episode, yeah, in one episode, their friendship reminded me of Yu Hakusho, but like Yusuke and Kurobara. I feel like that's pretty much. Did he? Uh, I I I I don't know because I don't think so because remember JoJo came kind of came first. Oh. Because okay. remember right. the manga came out the same time Dragon Ball was came coming out. I think well you well they came out at the same time. They all came out at the same time. So I wouldn't really say he was influenced by. I, I don't know which one's which. I don't know which which one was influenced by who. I don't know because they all because I think they all kind kind of came at the same time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because they all came out during that. Um, 80s but yeah their friendship reminded me of Yusuke and Kurobara from Yu Yu Hakusho like hands down dude uh but yeah that's what cool that's what's cool about him you know what I'm saying like he, he's still kind of a cool funny dude mm-hmm. and um and yeah and of course there's the murder mystery so this time you know again even though Dio's not around um even though Dio's not around he's still in a way has an influence on what's going on. He's the reason why these th- these things happen. Yeah, because in in part three they explain at the I think at towards the end they explain the reason why um these stands these people have these stands is because if you get shot by this golden ancient arrow, you you end up um, developing this ability of a stand. You become a stand user. And the owner of that arrow is the. One of Dio's servants. Yeah, one of Dio's servants, like this witch doc, like this voodoo lady, witch witchcraft lady, whatever, mm-hmm. who invented it. So of course, since this is years later, uh, since this is years later, I'm guessing yeah, they kind of reveal that there's like other arrows that that there that that are out there. So of course, there's a certain character that's been that's using these arrows and shooting these random civilians with the arrow and all these other. So and these civilians end up developing these stand. Abilities mm-hmm. and stuff, and then uh, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why the side characters ended up, ended up getting these abilities because they get shot. They got they get shot by the arrow and stuff. And the villain this time is a very interesting villain. Mm-hmm. Very interesting scary, villain, by the way. A very scary one. Very interesting in the same time. So this time, yeah, it's not the villain's not Dio, but he's a character that is not like. And I like that. Yeah. A character named Yashi Yashikage Kira. He's a very interesting one. Because he's not like 
Dior cars where like they just want world destruction, uh, all the power of the world and stuff. No, this is a guy who just wants to live a normal life, but he kills certain people in secret. He's a freaking serial killer. He wants in to live a quiet life. He wants to live a quiet life while he kills people, basically. Yeah. Because he he's has a serial his, killer. Yeah, he's a serial killer, basically. He he has this weird fetish for women's hands. Yeah. Yeah. As weird as that sounds, it is true. Yeah, it is true. He has a weird fetish for women's hands. Like, uh, what, like when the, his character is introduced, he's literally hanging out, eating and all that kind of stuff. Like eating his, you know, picnic lunch and kind of stuff while hanging out with this woman's hand, with a woman, with a with a woman, like with the with a woman hand. Yeah. Like a hand and of a woman. And the thing that's weird about it is that he says, "Oh yeah, this is my girlfriend here." Yeah, like he literally, <laughs> like he he's like, "Oh yeah, this is my girlfriend." And, and and when he when he like when he shows his girlfriend to you, you realize, oh my god, it's a hand, like a hand is his girlfriend. What the heck? Mm -hmm. So you just kind of like, yeah, this guy's no good. And yeah, he doesn't want world destruction. He just wants to live a peaceful, quiet life yeah. while he kills all these people in secret. Mm -hmm. But that's what makes him very interesting and stuff that. Like, later on in the show, you know, these characters are ruining it for him. And he's kind of like, bro, I just want to have a quiet life. I just want to live on my own. And you people are ruining it for me. Just let me do do my, do my me while I kill these people. And we don't, I don't have to mess with you. But Except we're not going to let you have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, these characters are going to be like, heck, no, we're not going to let you do that. So, yeah, that's what makes this character very interesting. And fun fact. The design of the character is based on David Bowie. Oh yeah, definitely. Which is I very interesting. Because my when our sister was watching first watching the show, Diamond is Unbreakable, she's like, she he looks he looks like David Bowie. Mm -hmm. And you know how to explain to her like, yeah, design is based off of. Yeah, he's basically yeah he's based on David Bowie. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what's that's what's that was the cool thing I liked about the character that he, his design. Uh, um, yeah, man. Yeah, he yeah he was a he was a very very um interesting villain mm -hmm. and stuff, uh, and his standability was very interesting as well. Like he can like legit like, he can like legit like um. He... You hear that sound? Yeah, I hear it. What the heck? Is it I yeah. I think it's the neighbors trying to do something. I don't know. Yeah, probably the kids stuff. Um, but anyway, but yeah, man, like his sanity, like he can like reverse, reverse time. Like, cause remember Dio's ability, he can stop time for five seconds while, um, while, um, Kira's ability, he can reverse time. So it's like, okay, that's what makes it kind of cool and mm -hmm. stuff, you know? So yeah, man, the villain, yeah, the villain is very, very interesting. A very interesting character. Kind of complex too, also, because... There, there was a moment where, like, he's like I said. At first, you, you see him as okay, a cold-blooded character who doesn't care. He's just trying to chill, live his life, you know. But there was a point later on where he did show some humanity, but he rejects that humanity because he doesn't want. He doesn't want to feel humanity because he doesn't see. Because you could, because think about it. He doesn't see people as people. He sees them as just not. He doesn't really see people as human beings. Sometimes he sees them sometimes as targets. Yeah, there you go. Just targets. That, that that's it. Because uh, I don't like I, said, I don't go into too much in too much spoilers. Going too in details, but there was a certain point. There was a part. There was a scene where like he did show care for his one character. So you think, oh, okay. So is it gonna do this thing where like, oh, he's like a 
Oh, he's like this messed up serial killer, but he ends up becoming a good person later on. No, instead he rejects that because he, he doesn't like feeling that way. He rejects yeah. that. He doesn't like that. Which them, is really but... unexpected because he was like, "What? Why am I feeling this way for a certain per- person? I'm Yashi. I'm Yashi. Yashi Kage. Yashi Kage Kira. I'm not supposed to be feeling this." <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of interesting that he rejects the he rejects his humanity. He's like, "No, screw that. I don't like feeling that way. Sucks." Yeah, man. These it people aren't people. They're targets. It was like yeah. an moment. Yeah, but it was interesting. It made him interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. And you have and these other side characters. I, I want to say these other characters. I, I want to talk about the other characters as well. Like, you got characters like uh, my girl, my girl Yukiko. Yukiko, who's, who ends up becoming Koichi's um, girlfriend. girlfriend. I wasn't feeling Yukiko at first. I like her design. I've always liked her design. But Yukiko is like this school school girl that goes to the same school that the other characters go to and at first you think that she, okay she's i mean she's hecka pretty you know she looks gorgeous and this and that she looks hecka pretty you know mm-hmm. and what's kind of interesting and random but random is the fact that she she was trying to confess her love to koichi from day one so you're kind of like okay this girl likes him okay that's cool that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. but then you realize that oh she's a psycho girl that's kind of obsessed with him and wants to basically, in a way, have him as a pet. She's like, she loves him, but in a very toxic, messed up way. Most it, likely, the, like a yandere. Yeah, yeah, like a yandere kind of thing, you know. So at first, so that's the reason why I wasn't feeling, I wasn't like crazy about her because I was like, okay, nah, she's she's a little too, a, a little too, a, a little too, a, a little too, you you know what I'm saying? Like a little too much for me. I'm like, yeah, no, this girl's a little crazy. So I was rooting for Koichi to get away from her, but. Was interesting that, that they had their fight together and he defeated her, but I think what made her change the way she was is the fact that um, even though he defeated her, there was a moment where she was about to die from falling from a cliff. Instead of letting her die, he saved her because he's like, "Hey man, listen, yeah, I wanted to escape. Like, like, yeah, I defeated you, but that doesn't mean I want to kill you. Like, no, I'm not gonna let you. That doesn't mean I want to let you die. I'm not that type of person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like she's like, I'm not that kind of person. You know what I'm saying. So that kind of changed her. She kind of get better. You know what I'm saying. And that's why I like that episode. I really love that episode of her was when she wants to make it up to him because she feels bad for what she did. You know, she wants to make it up to him. So I like how she feels like her way of making it up to him is to make herself look beautiful. And, and try to make him notice her. But what's so cool about Koichi is that Koichi's like, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I, I, I love you because of you. You know, I, I like I, I like you just the way you are, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And yeah, I know that's cliche. I know that's very cliche and corny, but, still, but it's like, but still it's cool, you know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, it's cute. Because mm-hmm. Yukiko meets up this one girl who has like this ability, the stand ability that can like basically do plastic surgery in a way on people. Sorta. Of, people's faces. Like change people's faces and, and stuff like that in a way. Like it's basically plastic surgery in a way. In a way, you know. <laughs> but of course, Yuko learns that yeah, she doesn't need to change her face and anything because Koichi is like nah, like girl, I love you the way you are. Yeah, like I like you the way you are. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, there you go. And their relationship was so cute and cool, man. Like hands down, man. Their relationship was so cool. Um, but yeah, but uh. But yeah, I mean the other characters, all the characters are cool, like Rohan, who's like oh, a, yeah. who's like a manga artist. Definitely. Yeah, he's like a, he was crazy at first, but he kind of became cool later on. Like he was a really cool uh he he ends up becoming a really cool character later oh. on. Ah, okay. What? I still can't remember the same word. He ate bugs. 
Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, because at first I was like, I don't know about this character. I don't know, like I don't know about this character because he's. I don't like. I don't know if I like this character because he bugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's cool that he's a manga artist, but at the same time I was like, wait, why? Mm-hmm. Why, bro? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But I like the. I like that because his ability was so cool because he can read basically your memories or your story. By literally turning your face into a manga page. Which is really cool. Yeah, like he turns your face into like a manga page or like a page of text mm-hmm. and you can just read your thoughts, your your memories or your of or like of all read all the stuff that happened to you in, in your life. Which is crazy. And it was really beneficial for later. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, yeah, his character was cool. I really like I I I, I really liked him. I liked the outfit as well. Like he had like the baggy ish looking pants. And the crop top, the style of hair. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like he looks like um, he looks like Hisoka from Hunter x Hunter, kinda like sorta. Hisoka? Yeah, yeah, sorta. Yeah, man. I see it. Yeah, he kind of he kind of looked like him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course there's there's Jotaro. Jotaro does return because it is revealed that Josuke, Josuke is um actually Jotaro's uncle in a way because it turns out Joseph is the baby daddy. Because Joseph, yeah. Chion, his wife, with this random Japanese girl that he had, I think, was, like, one time that he kind of left her. So, Joseph is basically a deadbeat dad. So, yeah. So, Josuke is, in a way, considered a Joestar. Yep. So, so yeah, man. He's, he's, so, he's still considered a Jojo. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And I, and I was kind of disappointed hearing that. I'm like, Joseph. Come on, dude. Yeah. Why you got to tune your girl and like that? many people's... I don't know. I'm... I know you may disagree with this, but mm-hmm. many people. This is coming from the people. People say some of people say that the reason why Araki made the shows like made Joseph that way, mm-hmm. like made him have the choice, was an excuse to make a fourth one. Oh really? I feel like that's kind of the reason. Oh well, well, remember like I said. I don't know if it's true, mm-hmm. but that's what people some people say. Well, cause, cause remember, well that I mean I can see why he had to do that. Yeah. Cause remember there was no well, what's who's gonna be the next JoJo. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying. Well. So like he, I, cause I'm pretty sure at the time he didn't know how to make the next JoJo, so he probably just did that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just for that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that, I mean, I, I buy it. I can kind of buy it. Mm-hmm. Because having that happen, what Joseph did, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. It was weird. It wasn't mm-hmm. expected. Yeah. So yeah, with Joe, yeah, man. So like, is really so yeah. Um. So yeah, it reveals that Josuke is related to um to Joseph and and Jotaro and stuff. So yeah, that's why he's considered a JoJo mm-hmm. or Joestar, whatever you want to call it. You know, Joestar bloodline. Um, but yeah, man, and um, and then there's other characters that are so cool. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? There's other cool characters as well. And this is like the one JoJo part where I was never really bored. Bored. I was never really actually bored. Like I I wanted to keep on watching episodes after episode after after episode mm-hmm. i wanted to keep on going yeah because well, yeah. it was such a good part because like i said it was a breath of fresh air because instead of this being this very action-packed adventure it was like a slice of life school with a little bit of action and with a little bit of action and suspense mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool i like that i really like that and know? this sorry my mom was yelling in the kitchen Okay, so um, this, what I found unique about this part was the fact that they're able to show that there can be different um, stands can be appearing as different sizes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because in the third part, 
of Jotaro, they were pretty much like big muscular kinds of um, beings. Yeah. Beings. Yeah. But I like to see like this one was like a bit more different. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, dude. And I think this is the part, and I think this is where the Joe start, the JoJo character, uh, the, the JoJo protagonist won't. This is like, I think this is the part where the JoJo protagonist started to become, like I said, more feminine, less masculine, which is yeah, very funny. Because part one, part two, part three, even though some of their outfits may seem a bit like, uh, like, like Joseph, his, his outfit was kind of like a little feminine-ish, mm -hmm. but at the same time, he still looked more masculine because remember, he was a buff dude. So part one, part two, part three, they're all buff. But part four was when they looked a bit muscular, but slim at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like Josuke, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. And I'll get to the other parts. I'll, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna definitely get to the other parts, but, um, um, but yeah, uh, what was I gonna say? But yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. That the, the, the stands become a bit more unique looking and, and creative, looking. and creative become a bit different. Mm -hmm. You know, more different and stuff. You know, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um. The the one I think the one random thing about part four was the fact that they they involve an alien, like there was an alien character who oh, popped yeah, out of nowhere. That was so like, random, but it was so cool. I love that character. Aliens. Yeah, because it was an episode when they introduced this character. I forgot his name. Yeah, I'm so dumb. What what was his name? What was his name? Let me see. Yeah, me neither. Remember these characters? I know. I always forget these names. He it was um uh uh uh. Mikitaka, yeah, 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 yeah. Mikitaka, he was like this, like he was like legit this alien, like this alien character that just popped out of nowhere, and they were like, "Bro, who are you?" First, they didn't really um, believe that he was an alien. Yeah, they didn't believe. Like, sure. But he showed proof by showing his weird abilities and stuff. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, you're an alien." Mm -hmm. From so, he's a yeah from outer space. Yeah, he was a cool character. I really liked him. He was really really cool. <laughs> he was funny as well. Yeah. So. uh yeah, that's that's all I could say about part four, dude. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to say way too much because I don't want to drag it. I don't want to just drag. I don't. I don't want to drag, even though I'm pretty sure this is already drag, but for a lot of people. But you know, whatever. But yeah, that's all I could say about four. Part four. Part four. Like like part four. Like hands. I was like my, my person, my most favorite. You know. Oh, oh well, one more thing. One more thing. The one cool thing about the show is that this is like the one. Just like part three, the friendship between all these characters. Like really got me. Mm -hmm. I really love the friendship between all these characters. They're like they're yeah, really, really good, man. You're like, bro, squad. I know people may squad. think that, I know people are gonna be like, oh, friendship. That's the only thing you like about the show. And I'm like, no, it's true. Yeah, I liked it. Like the character interactions and stuff like that are really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Part four, I really like that. Like squad, dude. In the action. Too. Squad, you know. Also. So, so yeah, man. And uh, but yeah, that's part four. I really, really loved part four. Part four right, was amazing. And then we get to part five. Golden Wind. Golden Wind. Uh, Golden Wind. Golden Wind was a very interesting one. I, I, I did like uh, part five. Part five was very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I heard that when the, when part five was first made in the manga, a lot of people at the time wasn't really crazy about it because I guess a lot of people said that it was just kind of like, eh, like it was, it was okay. So a lot of people, they said it was okay, but... I think it was because the I think it's because people said the pacing was a little eh in, in the in the manga, but I've noticed that but I've noticed that a lot of people like it better than the anime. So I'm like okay, so it's that kind of thing where in the manga it was kind of okay, but but the adaptation was way better. Like the mm -hmm. like the anime version of that part was way better than the manga. So like okay, mm -hmm. so Golden Wind is when things get a bit more interesting. The protagonist 
is a JoJo, but at the same time, is a uh, a spawn of Dio. Mm-hmm. Now hear me out. I'm pretty sure to the people that never watched JoJo or never caught up to JoJo, probably be like, wait, what? What? Well, you How know, how can there be a combination between a Brando and a um, Joe Star? Well, Dio Brando in part three, the reason why he stayed alive because of spoiler, he took over Jonathan's body, and of course, Dio was having fun plowing with a bunch of women when he was around, when he was alive. That I think one of the women he plowed was an Italian woman. You know what I'm saying? And and this Italian woman gave birth to her son named Giorno. So even though Giorno, so so the reason why he's still considered a Joe Star story is because of the fact that that body that Dio took over is Jonathan's body. Mm. So that's the reason why you yeah. know Jonathan. At first, I was confused mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, and I I don't I think I forgot the fact that Brando was um, Dio was a vampire mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why he lived that that much longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First, I didn't really get it, but then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So Giorno Giovanna, yeah, he's like the new protagonist in, in, in part five. So he's like a half, he's like, he's like half, he has some deal, he has some blood of deal, but some blood from the Joe Star family as well. Mm-hmm. So he's still considered a Jojo. Um, this part was interesting. I like this part because like I said before, he, um, this is like a mafia kind of vibe. You know what I'm saying? This is like a mafia type. Um, this is like a mafia kind of vibe in Italy. You know what I'm saying? So basically the whole thing puts so the plot is so the whole plot is Giorno after Giorno the main character meets up this group of these um, gangster squad called the Bucciarachi, uh the Bucciarachi family or crew, whatever. Bucciarachi, um the the I think it's a Bucciarachi. The Bucciarachi crew. Basically Giorno's whole goal was to um go to the higher ranks of the mob of, of like the mob family. And take down the boss of the family just so he can take over and make the city a better place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, that's cool. That's a strong ambition to be Yeah, yeah it's a cool goal. It's a really cool goal and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So this one was really cool as well. You know, Giorno, you know, Giorno has some deal. In, like, Giorno is kind of like, he's kind of similar to Josuke, but he's kind of similar to, uh, to, um, um, Dio as well. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, from this look, you can kind of tell, okay, he's definitely the son of Dio, just from his look. Because when he was a kid, he had black hair. But as he got older, his hair became blonde just all of a sudden, just yeah. by itself, because of the blood of Dio. Like, no joke, he didn't dye it or anything. Yeah, because I thought he dyed his hair and just turned his hair to like that. But no, yeah, he it just changed, like, it just turned to blonde. His hair just turned blonde by itself. Yeah. Which is crazy. Super crazy. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, 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 man. It must be that stuff from Dio, man. Mm-hmm. It must be. Yeah, man. And the, the crew are really cool, man. They're really cool. Like you got uh, you got Bruno Bucciarati, who's like the leader of the crew. Mm-hmm. He's a really cool character. He's noble. He's a strong leader. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's a strong, cool leader. He's noble. He's wise, man. He's like the wise, cool leader, man. Isn't he like the oldest one? Yeah, he's like the oldest one out of all the crew members. He's like the oldest one, so of course he's gonna be the leader. Mm-hmm. And also, he's like a big brother slash father figure to all these characters. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So of course, like hey, so yeah, Bruno's the goat. You know what I'm saying? Bruno's a really really cool character. And then you got characters like I, I keep forgetting their names, man. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh, Mista, Mista. You know, we got characters like Mista. Mista's like my favorite person, my personal yeah, favorite in the show. He is. 
Like he's like this cool character where like he has like a long sleeve shirt, but it's a crop top at the same like, time. Probably and he has, and he has a little beanie, like a beanie hat and a pistol. And his stand is a pistol, basically. Most is, likely bullets. But bu- bullets, yeah, 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 yeah. But his pistol as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, his ability is really really cool. Where like basically he shoots, and his stand are like these mini bullet looking characters, and he kick, and they boost the bullets by kicking it. And once they kick it, the bullets go faster and they shoot the person quicker. You know and what I'm saying? And also they talk. Oh, yeah, and they talk yeah. as well. And also, okay, um, I know this is part. And also in part, um, and also part four, I think it's the first time where the stands can actually talk. Oh, yeah, because in part four, they introduced that. In That's part four, like. they In part four, they introduced that some, some stand characters can talk. Well, but which stand character talk in part four, though? In part four? I think, um, was that one character? I forgot his name. Um... Oh, Chili Pepper. Chili Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah, because I was like, wait, is he controlling the stand or the stand talking by itself? Yeah, but yeah. But then I started to watch more episodes of what other mm-hmm. stands can actually talk. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. In, in part five, yeah, in part five, they go more to that as well. Like, um, because I think in part four, they show that, I guess, when a stand talks, that's just the stand user talking. But I think in part five, they sort of show that sometimes a stand can actually talk talk like with their own mind as well which is very interesting mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you just have to give them orders yeah. yeah so um so the whole plot so besides oh yeah and also besides jordan and B, and then and then bruno bucciarati it's kind of the same thing what jordan was doing sort of but uh um, well he's not trying to kill the boss he's just trying to be loyal with the boss so one day when he becomes a boss like a straight up like straight up head boss of the family mm-hmm. he can do this Fix up the system as well, mm-hmm. and also the but what's but the main plot is basically they're trying to protect Trish, a character named Trish, who's like the boss's daughter, mm-hmm. trying to transport her to a certain area yeah. to keep her safe. So yeah, this part was really cool. The characters, the side characters were really really cool, man. I like that one character. I forgot his name. Let me see. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Golden Wind. Golden Wind characters. There's a chance I might need to go into the bathroom. I'm trying to hold it in. Oh, I'm really? trying to hold it in, but I don't know. I don't know if I can help it, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to hold it in. All right. uh, um, Golden Wind characters. Let me see. Let me see. Um, let me see. Hmm. See, this I'm is the sorry. right one. I'm sorry, people. Hold up. Mm. What? Uh, keep forgetting these characters. Just go on the in the different website. Oh. Oh wait, go 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 up up up. Right there. Yeah, those are the characters. Okay, Leon. Uh. 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 Uh, Abakio, uh, Abi, Abichio, Abio, uh, Abahio. I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say his name. Dang, Leon. I'm Leon. I'm gonna call, call him Leon. Leon. I like Leon. Leon character was kind of cool. He was like the, he was sort of like the edgy type. You know, the edgy looking kind of character type and stuff. At first, I did not really like him. At first, at mm-hmm. first, I didn't hate him, but I was just like meh with him mm-hmm. because ever since Jonah joined in with the squad, 
he was like, oh, I don't trust you, like, at all. Yeah. But I start to slowly understand where he's coming from. Like, like Because, mm-hmm. and when it comes to moms, to be honest, you can't really trust anyone. You can't... Oh, yeah, when you're in the mafia, yeah, you can't really trust anybody. So yeah. it's understandable why he doesn't really trust Drona that much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, but he was a cool character, and his backstory was pretty kind of sad. He, he, he was, was a, really He was a former cop, you know, that lost a partner, and he lost faith in the system, so he was kind of like, bro, like, what's the even point of being a cop, man? The system's already corrupt, so what's the point? Like, he left, you know, so you kind of understand it, you know? And you got characters like Narancha. Narancha is like, he's like the kid of the group. He's like the mm. youngest, he's like the youngest of the group. He's still a young no, kid. No, actually... Think Drono was is fifteen, I think. No, but no, no, but I think Narancha's the youngest though. He's seventeen. Oh, that's right. I might, I might be wrong. Hold on. Well, well. Yeah, okay. I'm not really sure because yeah, I was I looked up their age, all their ages, mm-hmm. and yeah, I might be wrong. But by the way, but I'm not really sure about his age though. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, but okay. Well then, uh, Narancha, he's like, uh, Narancha. What was his backstory again? Okay, so apparently when he was a little kid, he looked up to this one mobster. He was, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was like the one kid that, he was like a kid that was always like, want to be like the cool kids. You know what I'm saying? He always yeah. want to be a and mobster. He, the thing about that mobster is that he looks up to him. He feels like that's his older brother to mm-hmm. him. But there's one day where he was like, hey, why don't you like look like me, you know? Why don't you get like have my style? And he's yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. So he dressed like the mobster, and he got framed for a murder because he looks just like that mobster. So because people were saying that the mobster that did certain crime had blonde hair and had a certain type of outfit, and they thought it was him. So basically, he framed him, and then after he came out, he was like, "Oh, screw that guy." Yeah, and the I thing that was it. messed up was that he was like, "Oh, like, oh, it's you again," and he's like, "Oh, oh it's you, like." <laughs> You you served my sentence. Yeah, yeah. Like he was like, like bro, I, it was so messed up because it, and I feel bad for him. Yeah, and then Bruno came in. And he took him into the squad and stuff, and then you got characters like um, like what's that um, like like Fugo, like characters like Fugo, Fugo, uh, Fugo. Yeah, his backstory was kind of sad because he was like a. He was like a smart dude who was going to school and stuff, but then he was doing some things with his family yeah, and stuff. Yeah, most likely his parents pressured him so much. Yeah, pressured him to be like this prodigy, like this smart Einstein type prodigy and that kind of stuff. And it's and sad so. because he's like had a struggle with a lot of stress and anxiety mm-hmm. to the point where he's like, oh my God, like... Yeah, man. Yeah. And plus, there was that moment where like he almost got raped by like that one teacher. That was messed up. Yeah, I was like, bro, hey, hashtag, hashtag yeah. me too, man. Oh my gosh. Chris Hansen, where you at? <laughs> yeah, so it's like, damn. Yeah, so yeah, that was crazy. And then we got Trish. Who Trish? She was be yeah again. Trish is the daughter of the boss that they were working for, and 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 Trish, her whole backstory is that she never met her dad, and she never even seen her dad. So she's kind of like, why doesn't my dad, like. How come my dad is trying to protect me, but I never got to see him in person? What the heck is going on? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah, because so, yeah. there's there's not really a whole lot to her back. So it's more like, you know, she lives with her mom. Her mom died, and she's never really got to see her dad. So yeah. Yeah. But Trish was still cool. She was still kind of cool character. Her. At first, she didn't really say much that much. Yeah. But towards later, as you could see how much she got really scared because of what's happening. You kind of feel for her. Guys are after her. Yeah. Because they, they want to protect her because, you know, they want to... 
they're trying to do the job. It's part of the job, yeah. To her father. Meanwhile, these other guys were trying to like assassinate her or Mm -hmm. trying to get her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, man. So I kind of actually feel for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. You feel her because she's kind of in the middle of like, what's going on? Like, what the heck? You know? Like, I don't understand. Like, why me? (laughs) You know? So, so, yeah, man. Mm -hmm. And then the villain, the villain was very interesting. The villain, Diablo, he was. Yeah, he was kind of interesting because. Um, his his power is crazy. It was crazy. He can erase time. That's like his stand ability, just yeah, erasing yeah. time. That's pretty cool. Which is crazy, dude. Yeah. He, he was he was a very um yeah he was kind of he was a pretty interesting villain. Threatening too. He was a pretty and threatening the thing villain. That I really like about the villain was the fact that since he's the head boss of everyone, he never allows anyone to see his face. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Because spoiler alert, spoiler alert, the villain of the of of. Part five was basically Trish's dad. Trish's dad was is Diablo. He's the one behind all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. But remember, almost the whole show, he's in the shadows until the last few episodes. He finally revealed himself, and his design was pretty cool. Yeah, you know not gonna lie, I was like, oh. By the way, fun fact: Jor Jorno's outfit, the main character in um in part five, his outfit's also based on Prince. Yeah, and his hair as well. His hair is based on Prince. No there. So. Um, yeah, man, and part five was pretty cool as well. It was really cool. After I, we finished that part, I was like, dang, I'm happy and satisfied at the same time. I'm like, man, I want more. Like, yeah, because they haven't, because they haven't adapted of the other JoJo parts. They have the, ma- there's the manga, but, you know, but I know that we mostly want to watch the anime than read the manga, but it's going to be a, a pretty long time for them to adapt more other parts. Considering what's happening right now. Yeah, because, you know, coronavirus and all that pandemic, so I'm pretty sure it's going to take, it's going to be a pretty much, it's going to be a long time for them to, it's going to be, we're going to have to wait, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But hey, be patient. you mentioned that we can still watch um, part six through the anime, the manga app, right? You mean read? Read. Um, read. <laughs> you mean read? Read. Reading, bro. Reading. So yeah. So yeah. For me, I, I, yeah. Like just like you, just like you, I wanted to see more. So instead of waiting around, I decided to read the manga. So right now, I, I don't want to go into too much detail. I'll probably talk about this some other time. Mm-hmm. We could probably talk about this some other time. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I'm reading part six of JoJo, and so far is interesting. Mm-hmm. All I can say is that this is the part of JoJo where it's this time. It's not about. Uh, this is this is the part of jo- this is the one part of Jojo where it's not about the dudes it's now it's going to be about the girls so mm-hmm. it's it's Jojo girls it's it's like female Jojo characters now instead of macho looking what about Jojo girl <laughs> like instead of instead of macho Jojo uh, looking character now it's like these feminine really gorgeous beautiful looking Jojo character girls you know what yeah. i'm saying and it's really cool and this the main character this time is a girl named Jolene who's a Who's the daughter of Jotaro mm-hmm. and stuff, and I'm barely and I barely read, and so far I'm reading like the beginning of 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 the part and stuff, mm-hmm. and so far it's getting interesting. It's getting interesting. I, I don't want to say a whole lot because it's like, you know, I'm not that far. I only read like a few chapters, so like all I could say that it's getting interesting so far, and yeah, and I think that's kind of all what we have that so much far. Concludes it, maybe. I would. I don't mind talking more about it once we read the other. Once we read the manga parts of the other, like once we read the manga of the other parts. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So yeah, it was it was cool talking about this. Yeah, I'm actually glad the fact that I finished the show. I feel like man, talking and expressing like how it felt mm. with the about the show, man. Mm. I actually like this. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it was this was cool. Yeah, I wanted to talk about JoJo since we caught up to JoJo the anime, not the manga, but like the mm. anime we caught up. And so, so yeah, I think, 
yeah, I think that's it. I yeah. think that's it for today. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening and stuff. I hope I didn't bore you guys and everything. Hope you guys liked it. And I'm Flacco, and that's my little sister Marla. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I hope you guys please be safe. You know, let's hope that things get better later on. Let's let's really hope that this, you know, yeah, man, things I, get. I you know, I just let's you know just hope things get better later on. Mm-hmm. And I I'm sure it will get better soon. So uh, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. You've been holding it for like. Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom and take a dump. So, uh, all right, later, guys. Bye bye.